Well, we are in it for this weekend. It is going to be wild. I'm not kidding. The moon is in Libra, and you know what that means, folks. If you have been listening for any time at all, you know when the moon is in a cardinal sign, things get wild because Pluto is being activated. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm Lori Rivers, your host. I'm an astrologer and have been for three decades. I started life out as a political analyst and I have studied all things esoteric and arcane as well as human development, anthropology, all that other fun stuff. And it's all in one big soup here on the Awake Space podcast. I'm super excited to share that we are now hosted out of ACAST and we have moved off of the Spotify-owned Anchor FM, and there will be no new episodes published on Spotify. I want to thank every listener that emailed me that said they wanted me off. Um, I was moving anyway, but it's always nice to have that kind of moral support. And if you don't know why, go back and listen to a couple of the episodes, including uh, the really short one where I kind of give a piece of my mind. I am proud of the patronage that makes this podcast possible, and that is why, as always, we will have patron shout-outs in this episode 10. We're going to be talking about the Libra moon and what that means for this weekend. We're going to be talking about the Pluto return of the United States and Biden and Putin's sinistry because they actually have some very interesting connections going on between their two charts. That's right. I will not do love readings, but I will do sinistry in between politicians. So get ready for this and more here on the Awake Space Astrology Podcast, where you get inspiration for your aspirations and figure out how to surf the cosmic tide. Would you like to swim on a star, carry moon waves on your jaw? Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, here we go. This is a crazy weekend. It is going to be intense. Um, I always know when I'm kind of reluctant to record a podcast or write the horoscopes because my Libra moon does not like to deliver bad news. Now, on a personal level, you can have a great weekend, but if you're a patron and you've read the Libra moon transit horoscopes, then you know I'm expecting a tense weekend for everyone. And before I get into the Biden-Putin sinistry and talking about the Ukraine situation, I kind of want to run over the the weekend for you. This is crunchy energy. Crunch alert, crunch alert. It's, um, if you're new, then just know it, it, when I say it's crunchy, it, it's, it's outright contentious. And there's a lot going on in the world. We're looking at wild weather. We're looking at... Um, absolutely crazy behavior by people who are not able to control themselves. And even those of us who've spent years learning how to be mindful and non-reactive and do our best to be conscious or more than awake, 
you know, people, and I'm not talking about woke culture, I'm talking about people who daily work on being the most deliberate they can, um, deliberate version of themselves, you know, just being the best you can be every single day. It's not fake positivity, it's not inauthenticity, uh, but just being deliberate in your responsiveness. It is going to try all of our patience because the old playbooks are no longer working and we have to restructure, revisit our foundations, and that goes for everybody. We've all been enculturated, we've all been trained in society. <clears throat> Nothing is working the way we were taught it was supposed to. Now this is shocking, it's frustrating, it could be depressing. Um, it looks like the governments of the world are giving up on the fight against COVID and just being like, well, all right, we're all sick of it, so we're not going to do a damn thing about it. And um, for those of us who are a little more aware about how this could play out, it can be very frustrating. At the same time, you can't blame people for wanting to get back to the lives they've been trained to live. But it's all changed, guys. It's, you know, we've got to be innovating. I've been saying this for a long time. So let me, instead of me rambling on, let me give you what I wrote in the Patreon now that patrons have had access to it. Here's my Libra Moon thoughts. There are a few signs that get completely misinterpreted. One of those is Libra. Everyone applies the word balance to Libra, when in reality, Libra is about finding the balance. Meaning, Libra isn't exactly all that balanced. Libra can swing to and fro just like the scales do, as things are weighed and measured. And if you want to see someone with Libra energy come unglued, let things be unjust or unfair. Then you're going to see some real fury because Libra will weigh, measure, and find it all wanting if things seem one-sided. Never ask anyone with Libra personal placements to choose one person or another or pick a favorite. It's not done. And if you want to be chosen by a Libra placement, understand that ultimatums will get you unchosen very quickly. I mention all of this because the moon is in Libra and it could be easy to assume that everything is going to be tra-la-la-la-la over the next two days. But it's not. Oh, it will be fine on the night of the 18th. But on the 19th, there's going to be some rumbles and murmurs and some fired up people around the globe asserting for what they feel is fair. By the way, the idea of fair and just is different to different groups of people, so there may be a lot of shouting, which will be more offensive during this lunation because Libra energy isn't comfortable with such crassness. Oh, they're not above getting into it. They just don't like it, and that's going to make things even more intensely ugly. And on the 20th, we're looking at, we're looking at some foundation-shaking super crunch. Not gonna lie, folks, it's going to be intense from the time you wake up on the 20th until you go to bed. People are going to be highly reactive if they allow themselves to be. You can strike a balance, 
but only if you're willing. Hear that? Be willing to focus your attention on the present moment right in front of you, not on your phone screen, TV, or radio. Don't put your focus on the neighbors upstairs, downstairs, across the street. Don't even put your focus on your beloveds. Put it on you in the moment. Count your toes. Wiggle your fingers. Play with your hair. Scrunch up your nose and wiggle your ears for good measure. Am I being ridiculous or silly? Yes, on purpose. You need to be able to focus away from the seriousness and the darkness and the contentiousness of the energy brewing designed to disempower. Empower yourself by wiggling and tapping and making sound effects or narrating the moment to yourself, if not out loud. Do it inside your own head. When I was a kid, swearing was absolutely unacceptable. My parents didn't swear around us. But I had friends, and they had older siblings, and I got to learn of the wonderful world of curse words. Of course, I got into trouble, and my mother, silly woman, told me I couldn't even think them, and she'd know when I did. So guess what I did? I thought them inside my head. All the good, juicy ones that were get-your-mouth-washed-out-was-soap-worthy. Yeah, those ones, the really bad ones. And you know what? She didn't know. I was nine, and I unlocked the first door of power. You can't control what I think inside my own head. Did I need to prove it to her? Oh, heck no. I wasn't going to say, ha ha ha, I'm thinking bad words you don't know. That would give up the game and get me in trouble. But I would smile at her and think all the bad words and be quite pleased with myself. Narrate your right now, your present over the next few days inside your head. Not your what was or what you fear might be. Narrate the what is and not so-and-so is a jerk and I hate the way they chew their food. No, that's not going to help. For this exercise, if all you can do is think, I'm standing in the kitchen, my feet feel secure in my shoes. Oh my goodness, look at that coffee stain on the counter. I'm cleaning that up right now. Wow, the paper towels are kind of rough on my hands. Look at the coffee stain wipe right up with the rough and now soggy paper towel. It's nice I have soap and water to wash my counter. Oh, I'm hungry. I have food in the fridge or cupboard. I like making food. I have my favorite food, and that's yummy. Ridiculous? How is that energy work? It's grounding into the present moment. It's mildly pleasant, and it's not denying anything else. But I tell you what, it'll keep you from losing your shit. And that's everything as we go through this weekend. Good luck. May you be blessed. And with me, self-understanding. And this is what I have to think about the Ukraine situation. This is why I gave those instructions about narrating the present moment. Because we're going to be bombarded with all kinds of crazy news this weekend. There's going to be infrastructure failures, power outages, power failures, bridges that collapse. You know, there could even be... Um, an escalation of the border clashes in the Ukraine. It may look like we're on the brink of war. 
somebody could slip up. Um, you know, there's all kinds of things going on. And the thing is, we can blame the collective. We can say, oh, that damn collective unconsciousness, those dirty, rotten, scoundrel, stupid people who don't use their mind, except we're part of it. You're part of it. I'm part of it. And where we hold our consciousness does matter. It does. And it's like, it's like the butterfly effect. Okay, even though they've kind of proven that wrong. But but let's just say, if you can hold your consciousness just into the present moment, feeling your feet in your shoes, and you don't react negatively or, or destructively in a moment, it can help shift ever so, almost imperceptibly, ever so little, but just enough, it can move us over to a better possibility on the fan of possibility and probability. Every single individual has a lot more power than they can imagine because we're looking at quantumness. We're looking at the minutiae and how it connects into the macro of life. So this is what's going to be up for the weekend, guys. Hold on to your hats. We've got some big boom energy. It's going to be wild. It's going to be intense. And we're all going to wonder what happened to the weekend. This is extreme energy being unleashed. And we're going to see everything from big infrastructure failures to extreme weather to seismic activity to financial issues to business failures and big bones. And yet I'm not entirely certain it's war in the Ukraine. It's so much back and forth, and it's almost like everyone is jonesing for conflict. As a political analyst, I'm finding the posturing and rhetoric fascinating, especially as the Biden administration pushes at Putin. I get it. It's a show of force. And maybe he's playing a psychological game. The more he says Putin's invading, he's hoping to trigger off Putin's contrary nature to go, well, I'm going to make Biden look a fool and I'm not going to invade. I mean, it's honestly possible. Childish. But, you know, we're not dealing with mature women leading this. So, anything's possible. And it could be that's exactly what's going on. That's why we're going to look at Biden and Putin's charts. That's what led me. That When I wrote that, I was like, you know, I need to look at this symmetry. And, and I did. And I thought, well... You know, Biden's a Scorpio, and he's a Scorpio rising. He, he is not a stupid man. He knows how to play a long game, and he's actually pretty good at strategy. Uh, he really is. And, and that, his, his uh, bravado that you see, I, I get that. I'm, I'm kind of like that. You, you look at it, and you think, God, they're a badass. Well, because they are. You see, Scorpio risings are afraid to die. Now, he's also not wanting to annihilate his country or anyone else through nuclear war. We will not see a World War III. Okay, neither Putin nor Biden are going to go there. There's a reason we call it the Scorpion Theory when it comes to nuclear war and nuclear options. And that's, that's from political science. That's not astrology. And the reason we haven't gone there is because, much like scorpions, they know if they sting each other that it's done, it's over. And so we're, we're not going to go to that option, but man, are there some negotiations going on that we're not hearing about. 
it's not as transparent as you'd like to think or they'd like us to think. There's a lot going on under the table. So, um, as I've said all along, there will be no World War III. There might be border conflict. There might be proxy fighting. And I'm not even entirely convinced there will be an invasion. If there is, it won't go to plan or even go well. But I don't think the goal is to invade. I think it's to force a negotiation with NATO. And I think everyone is trying to forget about the true global crisis called COVID. Look, I'm not going away. It, it's not going away just because we're tired of it. And yeah, it's hurt all the economies. But maybe, just maybe, it means we need to change up how our economies work. Maybe there shouldn't be the imbalance in wages. Maybe globally everyone should have access to decent food and water, housing. Maybe we should figure out real quick we ain't going to end up on Mars and take, need to take care of this place. You hear that, Elon, you miserable worm? Oh, <laughs> that's my Libra moon talking. She gets spicy. There's going to be some violence around the world. Protesters could get violent, or there could be violence by government to the people, or it could be mutual, and that's the most likely outcome. Just be ready for some WTF moments and narrate what's right in front of you, not what's on the news. You control the narrative of your reality. The more you collectively buy in to what they want you to dramatize, um, don't buy into it because then you feed it and we don't want that. So what we're going to see in the headlines, public outbursts and violent displays by member of the public could be a mass shooting or a stabbing, big disruptions or violence in a shopping mall, uh, bridges or building collapse or both. Uh, violence by women in self-defense, infrastructure failure due to winds, erosion, think bridges and buildings. You know, I, I think there's multiple infrastructure issues going on. Trucking accidents, increased seismic potential, and that includes volcanic. Uh, international politics ramps up talk of war. There may be what looks like the start of a war, but it's masking the real issue. Airline issues and potential accidents. Um, and that includes airline accidents. Uh, potential violence erupts outside of a court of law. Um, God, was there one I thought I left off? If I think of it, I'll bring it up in the podcast. Um, for weather, we've got unseasonable, unseasonable extremes in temperatures, storms of unusual capacity, thunder, lightning, hail, tornadoes, big storms, waves, high tides, erosion, landslides, or rock slides that do property damage, potential for flooding, or breaches of dikes and dams global looking at you europe seismic and volcanic activity increased chance of earthquakes of 5.5 both off and onshore global possible volcanic activity all seismic regions have an increase in 4.5 and above earthquakes the largest being offshore or in the ocean financial stocks and crypto both unstable prices may continue to decrease in crypto due to panic selling gardening don't plant any seeds for the next few days. Feel free to repot plants on uh, the 19th or to fertilize and add compost to gardens or pots. Good time to prune or clear up gardening spaces. Important days to look for any repairs to garden sheds, patios, and patio furniture. All right, and I, I don't read the Rising Sun horoscopes. If you want those, you can check them out on Patreon. I don't always read what I've written on the horoscopes, um, but this is 
this is big stuff, guys. This is big stuff. And you want to really control your narrative. Um, as a political analyst, I'm looking at this astrology and I, I am deeply concerned. I do not see the start of a war. I think it's a big, deep negotiation, but it's it's very precarious right now. It's not going to take much to start something. We're looking at people on, on um, pins and needles, and it's not necessarily, I'm not really worried about either Biden or Putin. It's people around them or people on the ground. The tensions may be building so much that something tips the balance, and there could be some accidental start to something especially on that Ukrainian-Russian border. Um, it doesn't take much for, for people who are on edge to, to get tipped over right now. So let's take a look at the Biden-Putin symmetry and um, see what we can expect out of that for this weekend. Love me till the moon and let me play amongst the stars. I'm a lazy podcaster, so I'm not going to redo the section where I was talking about Joe Biden. It's actually a sad rising, which is even more of the bluster that he gives. But with that Scorpio sun, Venus and Mercury and Mars, he's still a badass. Um, Scorpio energy isn't afraid to take things to the brink and that's why he's messaging so sternly he's also got a Taurus moon it is an early Taurus moon so he's stubborn AF and he has longevity um, Joe Biden has an interesting year ahead by the way uh, a lot of astrologers had been kind of predicting ailments for him, etc. And, and I've been asked a lot about Joe's future. And I'm just going to say this. If he makes it to the end of term, um, it's because of good medical care. Um, <clears throat> there, there are some definite stressors to him coming up this year, especially through the eclipse season. So don't, don't be surprised. <clears throat> so... Let's look at that synastry between him and Putin. Now, Putin is a Scorpio rising. And again, that's badass. Like, like that bluster he puts up, that, that um, brinksmanship. He's, he's not afraid of consequences either. You know, the, the two of them going at it is very, very fascinating. And what's interesting is uh, he's a Libra. And his Mercury is in Libra, and his Mercury um, is square. Well, Pluto is square as Mercury right now. It's a wide separating square. Um, he's not necessarily making all the best uh, decisions, but nor has he. Uh, he's got uh, Neptune conjunct his moon, uh, or sorry, conjunct his uh, his uh, Saturn natally and his mercury he's a visionary whether you like him or not i mean he and he can be delusional in that um i have experience with somebody uh, kind of like that in my life um growing up and um so with biden pushing him it is i believe it really is um him trying to get putin's contrary nature 
to be like, well, I'm not going to prove Joe Biden right, and I'm not going to do it. Um, neither one of them have great uh, transits this year. Um, you know, uh, Putin has the stress from Pluto uh, to his uh, Mercury and his Neptune. And Biden has stress from the eclipses, as does, um, it's very fascinating because Putin has Venus at 11 degrees uh, Scorpio, and Biden's Mars is at 12 degrees Scorpio. Believe it or not, they actually understand each other. They, ha they would probably be able to have a cordial conversation. Um, they get one another. Neither one of them really wants war. They want an outcome, but they're also going to fight for power. And um, unfortunately, these old men, um, Biden being older, but these old men, um, because what, Putin was born in uh, 52, so he is 10 years younger than Biden, but they're still old men. <clears throat> And they're doing a pissing contest. They're having a willy-waggling war. And these, these tactics don't work today. They don't work with Pluto and Capricorn for sure. And we're going to see some definite consequence. And, you know, all these different countries. I mean, in America, we're kind of isolated news-wise. But, but if you could search out global news, have fun. But if you could search out global news, you're going to see, like, different countries are damming up waterways that influence the water resources of other countries in the name of national interests. And it's like, you know what? Our fellow humans deserve clean water. We need to find ways of working together instead of, well, it's all for me and screw you, and claiming that's human nature because it's actually not human nature. It's not. It's all socially conditioned over several thousand years. It's all social constructs. And Pluto in Capricorn, this is the first time in human history Pluto has been in Capricorn. And this is karma with consequences. It is you must think about what you're doing. These old playbooks will not work. They will not satisfy the um, earthly conditions that we live in. And the repercussions are serious. Now, will we end up with World War III with these two leaders going at it? No. Uh, no, neither one of them wants it. Um, again, I think the big danger with both of these guys, you know, being power brokers is if one side or the other, you know, moves past simple shelling. You know, if some of the soldiers get trigger happy. Um, that would be the only issue. Uh, the big deal for Putin right now is Saturn is on his north node. Um, he is being called to account. Um, I, he may not be long in office um, in his position. And people are like, but he's a dictator. Yeah, well, dictators fall too. Um, so both he and Biden have challenges to their natal charts. Um they uh, both they both have um, some real challenge. Biden has some support from Pluto, whereas Putin 
does not. Um, and, and I'm not in favor of either person. Um, I'm certainly not in favor of um, any kind of war. Certainly not in favor of any kind of war. I am. I, war is unbelievably expensive. I know people say it's profitable, but long term, it actually is never profitable for a nation. In fact, it's almost guaranteed any time a country puts more, you know, 60% of its GDP, gross domestic product, into their military, they fall apart. <laughs> oh, it's so exciting. Look at where we are. Look at where we've been for the last 20 plus years, you know. Um, ugh, I think it's time for Patreon shoutouts. So, uh, before I get to the Patreon shoutouts, I, I want to talk just summarizing um i think uh, biden and putin i almost said putin biden and putin it's like you know brad Zarina. but anyway um biden and putin i think can communicate through this um hopefully a deal will be brokered I do feel like there's a lot of smoke and mirrors involved. I do believe like there's a deal brewing under the table. I think we're trying to distract from a lot of domestic issues. Um, I think we, we're, we're in such a hot political season this year in the United States. Um, but don't get into raw, raw, re-nationalism. Just, just don't. It, it, it's... There's so much going on, and people all over the world are tired of their governments not considering the needs of the people. And you're seeing this expressed, and it, it's unfortunate. You, you know, you're seeing the split between the left and the right. The sad part is, is, is the sad part is, people just want their families to be taken care of. How that happens is what's contested, okay? Because they've been driving ideologies and warring rhetoric. And if you go to my blog at wokeastrology.com, which is soon to change, um, I'll be, be starting a whole other website. But if you go back to my 2020 post, I was warring, uh, warning of warring rhetoric all year of 2020. Just, just don't fall for it. Don't buy into it. Because it's drawing up sides, and those that division is a distraction. <clears throat> and there's people robbing the bank while everybody's arguing over what how short somebody's skirt is, basically. And so, always be careful on moral issues. Anybody claiming moral authority is probably full of shit, and probably not as moral as they'd like you to believe. Uh, you know, all uh. Mr. Uh, Pastor Warlock on this bitch here. He's the adult, uh, adulterer. Yeah. But, you know, there's witches in there, too. Ask me why I haven't been to certain states. Well, that explains it. But, yeah, so, um, again, Biden, Biden's got some health challenges this year. Putin is, is being held accountable. Um, He's got Jupiter in Taurus, and um, his Jupiter is going to get hammered in July. He's running out of luck. Um, now, what's interesting is I don't think Biden has an astrologer, but I'm, I would bet dollars to donuts Putin does. And so he's going to be playing his game very, very carefully. Um, 
Dang, his his his. If he has a good astrologer, they're they're probably warning him to play things very very carefully. I wouldn't want to be his astrologer, because um, man, man, that that's a hard boss to have. So let's get to the patron shoutouts, shall we? All right, to my lovely patrons, getting up. We got a whole bunch of new patrons. We're almost to 350. That would be a cool benchmark to hit this month. Uh, we've got Adrian. I keep moving. That's a great username. Jacqueline and honey, I am never going to get that last name right. Sarah, Melissa, Jen, Lindsay, Amelia, Elena, Nancy, Alina, Aaron, Wheatley Eight, Heslandia, Alyssa, Tamari, Ariel, Summer, Lisa, Eliana, Kelly, Astra G, Angela, Jessica, Bianca, Nikki, Justine, Corey, Rosa, Fee, Amanda, Carol, Olivia, Amy, Kate Curl, Shannon, Katie, Grace, Laura, Alarmed Unicorn, Card, JLee5D, Riley, Riley, Madison, Brandy, SF, and G. I want to give big shout outs to my mods. Thank you, mods. Thank you, mods. Thank you, mods. We've got Casey. We've got Chris. We've got Rita. We've got Shane. We've got uh, Molly. I was going to say Melissa, but Molly. We've got Kathy. Um, am I forgetting anybody? Am I at all? Oh, God. Mackenzie McDubbs. And we've got Yogi Hannah. I was rattling that off without looking at my Discord. I know better. Um... These are amazing folks. If you have beginning astrology questions, feel free to t uh, tag McDubbs. She's my apprentice. Uh, Shane is also a good reference. Casey as well. Uh, Chris is all things admin. Molly is our discount code queen. She'll keep you up to date what it, with what the current discount codes are for classes and workshops and readings. Oh my. Um, and everybody else is there to help answer questions or if you have a problem or you need to reach out for something, feel free to tag a mod. You can find more of their information in the Welcome and Rules tab in Discord. Um, let's wind up this podcast with a little song. Uh, the most important thing you can do is be present in the moment and narrate the present moment to you, right? What's right in front of you. Not what you think is going on in somebody else's mind. Not what you think somebody thinks about you. Not what is going on. If you're sitting at your couch or in your car listening to this, pay right attention to what is in front of you. It will calm you and soothe you. Okay? There are some fights not worth getting into this weekend. In fact, all of them. Because a simple discussion could turn into a full-blown argument. A simple, um, you know, conversation. Like, it, it is not the weekend to have a relationship conversation, guys. I, it, none of it. None of it. You know, I rarely write stay-in-bed horoscopes. I got as close as I get on Patreon uh, last night when I put up the horoscopes. So... 
seriously, you don't need to be right right now. Know you're right in your own head. Just like when I was a little kid and I thought the swear words in my head and would look at my mom and smile and realize she couldn't read my mind. Man, that was power. Do the same thing. You know, don't don't have that fuck you conversation with somebody. It's not going to go well. Things can turn violent really fast. Now, if you are in um, a relationship that can get volatile, you know, whether it's outright domestic violence or it's subtler um, or controlling, do be careful. Do be careful. Make sure make sure you can find support. Um, if you're in the Discord, you know, and you need support, let us know. We've got the Venting Chamber. Have at it. We also have a Celebrations Channel. You know, if you really want to switch your vibe, celebrate, even if it's you, you woke up today. That's good enough. Um, that's the best advice I've got for this weekend. And if you're not a patron, why the hell not? Join us. All patrons, regardless of levels, get Coffee with Lori, which is a once-a-month once a Zoom meeting where you can come chat, ask questions, get to know each other. We have the Discord for all patron levels. And, um, you know, there's lots of opportunities to connect with like-hearted people and talk astrology and other metaphysical subjects and basic everyday life stuff. I'm even teaching and talking about gardening. Why? Because we need to be taking care of ourselves and growing your own food, even a little bit, can go a long way in 2022. Um, oh, before I end, we've got the Jupiter sextile Uranus aspect right now. This is a great time to be writing out your manifestations and things you want to create. Work off your inspiration. Get those written down. And then I've got a new uh, group reading in March. I've got two sessions. It's open to 25 people each. And in 90 minutes, I will go through 25 people's charts and tell you how to use the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction for your own personal magic. Now, I'm not going to cover anything else in those readings. We're going to go down the line. So it's not going to be, um, I'm not going to get into the intimate details of your life. I'm not going to blow your cover, okay? But I'm going to tell you how to use the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction to your own advantage. So that link is in the description. Make sure you register. If you're a patron, use your discount, okay? And you know what I'm talking about here. There's a post in Patreon with your discount code. Use that. If you're not a patron, it's not that much. Sign up. And I've got two sessions for 25 people each. The first 25 people that sign up frequent is booked. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm going to do two of these and uh, get people prepped and ready for a once-in-a-lifetime transit with Jupiter and Neptune meeting up in Pisces. Let me tell you. That doesn't come around except once every 165 years, and we are lucky to be alive for it on a personal level. It is magic sauce. On a mundane level, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Wear your masks. I'm Lori Rivers, and I want to thank you for listening to The Awake Space. Let me tell
Jupiter 